Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello, Marvel fans, DC fans, movie fans. I'm your host, Bailey, and this is AB Cinema. So, welcome to today's episode. Today is going to be a little bit different. I will be going over some of the news sprinkled throughout all of this, and I will go briefly go, go through a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about. Because um, this might be a longer episode, because this is essentially the state of the MCU and the DCU. So I'll start off with Marvel because that has a lot of the smaller news, but recently they released a trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, which I talked about yesterday's episode. And it was reported earlier yesterday, or maybe even the day before, that Echo was going to be delayed about a year. And so for fans of that character who was introduced in the Hawkeye series can are probably going to be disappointed in that and they can expect that show to come out in a year so let's just kick it off with marvel so bob Iger, the ceo of disney alongside kevin feige are worried about the amount of content that has been released overshadowing the quality of projects coming out there's been shuffling of some projects in the mcu with some series turning into specials like the recently reported nova and silver surfer projects which have not been confirmed by Marvel, but they are just heavily rumored at this point. And there's also rumors of Ghost Rider getting his own special as well. In the next two years, we are going to be getting six movies and six shows, which is just an overload of stuff. It's essentially an MCU project every other month. But we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Secret Invasion, Echo, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Loki Season 2, the Marvels, Ironheart, Blade, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, Daredevil, Born Again, Captain America, New World Order, and Thunderbolts. And there is just so much going on in this next phase of movies, and I don't even feel like Marvel really knows the direction that they're trying to head in with this. So it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how this slate changes, especially since the Echo show was just delayed to come out probably around the same time Ironheart or Blade is supposed to, well what when Blade was supposed originally supposed to come out so it's going to be interesting to see this shift in quality and if projects in the MCU are going to be a little bit better so we'll just have to wait and see but there's also been several reports over the last couple of years that some shows have been in jeopardy like She-Hulk was originally earlier this year but it got postponed because there were so many people saying, like, there were so many reports saying that the show was just bad. And a lot of fans really didn't like it. And it's it's probably one of the more divisive She-Hulk shows out there. So it's it's just, it just goes to show how crazy things have been getting at Marvel. And so we also learned earlier this year 
just a couple months ago that Armor Wars is going to be turned into a movie rather than a show due to the amount of CGI, and Echo is looking like it's going to be a year later. So it, these reports don't make it look like Marvel has everything under control. But Bob Iger and Kevin Feige seem like they may take the approach of like one to two shows a year with two or three specials coming to Disney+. Plus. And this, to me, is great news because they'll be able to focus on the quality over quantity. As we've seen from Werewolf by Night and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, the short-form storytelling format has been really beneficial to just getting to the point and delivering whatever message they're wanting to deliver as well as delivering a great, fun story. And I think that this is really the way that Marvel needs to go. It's the format that I think it will be successful for Marvel going forward, and they should be leaning more into the specials rather than the shows, because the shows just seem to be spreading everybody so thin with Kevin Feige, Nate Moore, and all of the other um, producers that they have running at Marvel Studios. So... Hopefully, quality is something that the MCU will continue to have. But I have to say, looking back on the MCU as a whole, quality is something that the MCU hasn't always had. Because if we go back to Phase 1, a lot of those movies were the typical, the stereotypical superhero movies where the, the hero faces off against a villain of the same powers, essentially. And um, it's their evil doppelganger, I guess. Like, Iron Man fought Iron Monger, Thor fought the Destroyer slash Loki, and so on and so forth. Hulk fought a different Hulk in Abomination, so it was very stereotypical. But, and a lot of those movies were hit or miss. Like, Thor is not really a big hit with a lot of people. They like the Thor Ragnarok is really the definitive Thor movie. And Captain America... Winter Soldier and Civil War were better than the first movie. And so you just look at that and you can see, like, the quality has not been in every single movie. And Phase 2 had some misses with Avengers Age of Ultron, but had hits with Guardians and Captain America too. And Phase 3 was really the peak where they started to get the groove of things with Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame, and even Homecoming or Ragnarok. But Phase 4 as we've seen, has taken a major, major loss in quality with with most of them being misses like the Eternals movie and the Hawkeye show and I could go on and on about it, but they've also had some pretty good hits that have been that have resonated with fans and have had their own followings come through, like No Way Home, Wakanda Forever and Shang Chi. And then we have shows like Loki, Miss Marvel and WandaVision. But the restructuring is something that gives me hope for the future of the MCU going forward. And I really hope that that Kevin Feige has learned his lesson with the shows and understands that we don't need six episodes to 12 episodes to, to watch a show. Like, I am honestly not excited to watch 18 episodes of Daredevil Born Again. And I really hope that they cut that number down to, like, at most 12 episodes because 18 is just way too much and it feels like they're going to just have a lot of filler episodes if that's the case 
or several story arcs, and I don't think we really need that. But that covers the Marvel news. I'm going to go into Superman and DC, because DC has had a roller coaster, not just in the last week, but really it's been a roller coaster for DC films for the last six to seven years. And it all started with with Zack Snyder and his vision for the DC universe and going into Justice League. It's just been one chaotic ride for them, with losing a director while his daughter had committed suicide, and and then having this revolt of fans coming and demanding his ver- his vision of the movie be released, and and then being completely fired from DCU and having several different CEOs. It's just been so crazy. And on top of that, they've also started creating different universes outside of the own main, their main universe. And there's been some continuity errors and just a lot of crazy stuff happening. So let's just kick it off with Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. It's said to be the last performance of Jason Momoa as Arthur Curry. And the rumor now is that Jason Momoa is actually going to be playing Lobo in the DCU, which is kind of... Like, the best way I could compare it to is it's kind of like DC's Deadpool in a way, as far as the craziness and just absolutely insanity of it all. So, Jason Momoa really looks the part, and I think that he would be great in that role. We have Batman. Keaton's return as the Caped Crusader was going to mark teases of a Batman Beyond movie set within the DC Universe, and it would have had Terry McGinnis as Batman alongside Barbara Gordon prior to Warner Brothers Discovery canceling the Batgirl movie. And this wouldn't really have worked as a Batman Beyond movie because the Batman Beyond movie, the animated movie, and the show had like a cyberpunk future. And I don't think that it would have worked for for the DCU. They would have had to go forward in time. It just, I don't know what they were getting with that. And we aren't going to be getting four Batmans with Michael Keaton, Affleck, McGinnis, um, Terry McGinnis, and Battinson in his own universe anymore. And all we know at this moment is that Matt Reeves' The Batman Universe will remain untouched by Gunn and Safran alongside the Joker Folia Du sequel, or the Joker sequel in Folia Du. And recently, last night, it was reported that James Gunn actually, and Peter Safran, met with ben affleck to direct a dc movie going forward and this to me is really fascinating and there's other news alongside it that is really interesting to me as well and i'm just curious to see how dc's slate of movies is going to go moving forward and james gunn recently said that we would be getting a full slate reveal early next year which excites me because we'll find out we'll actually get some direction as to where DC is going with all of this and whether or not certain movies are going to be considered canon or not canon anymore and so it, it Gunn and Safran have a lot on their plate as far as trying to descramble this this massive mess that was left for them through the DC universe but let's just keep going Wonder Woman the third script was turned into Gunn and Safran and they ultimately let Patty know that at this time that the movie would not fit their plan for the DC universe. 
and Patty Jenkins has now left the project to pursue other projects she has in the works, like the Rogue Squadron movie for Star Wars, or her Cleopatra movie, which would star Gal Gadot. And so, she... I There's a lot that's behind all of this, and they both released statements in the last day saying that they left on amicable terms and everything is going good and patty just said that they have a lot on their plate right now that they're trying to figure out and at this moment the script for wonder woman 3 didn't fit for their plans for the dc universe so it will be really interesting to see how things are going to shape in the next couple months but we'll just have to wait and see moving on to the flash movie Ezra Miller being recast seems likely, and it seems like this character is just going to be completely rebooted as well. The sequel hasn't come out yet, but they may just scrap the movie altogether. And <laughs> I honestly think it's up to Gunn and Safran, and honestly, Gunn is probably the person that's the most understanding of where Ezra Miller's situation is because of his situation that happened with Marvel about being fired over some tweets that he had apologized for several years before and so i i think if if they are both the ones that have the final say over if he stays or not he might stay and some of the great news about that is that ezra miller has stayed out of the news for a while which honestly i think is good news because it shows that he's not doing all the crazy stuff that he was doing a couple months ago so like I said, we'll just have to wait and see. And now there's also been reports that Black Adam's sequel, as well as the Hawkman spinoff, have been canceled. And there was also several reports that, J- not James Gunn, but Black Ad- or Dwayne Johnson had leaked fake numbers to to art- or to several different reporters about fake numbers for the box office of black adam and it's honestly really weird that dwayne johnson came out and said that no we've actually made a hundred million instead of lost a hundred million and it's like it's just really weird that he's getting into that like what's the point of him doing that and i think a lot of it has to do with him no longer having a, a a series going forward at the dc universe so I'm really curious to see how it's going to turn out and what's going to happen. But let's focus on the big piece of news. This <laughs> Superman. Superman, I'll, I'll, I'll read to you the news that I, I found in the last week and then I'll go into the news that happened last night. But Superman had filmed, Henry Cavill had filmed a cameo for the Flash movie and it may be taken out in order to fit the overplan for DC's slate of films. And a Superman sequel to Man of Steel had a script written from the Peaky Blinders writer that was supposedly horrible and won't be going forward, and it may get reworked to fit the overall arc for the DCU, which we know it will no longer be getting reworked, and there's a new script being written by James Gunn. So I'm going to head over to Twitter and just read to you James Gunn's tweets and replies and everything that's going on with James Gunn and the DC Universe. So, 
James Gunn said, Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year. Among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry, and we're big fans, and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. And somebody asked him, being part of the slate, I assume it's a movie. Yes, the Superman movie is... Uh, the Superman is going to be a movie. And somebody asked if he was writing and directing, and he said that he is writing, but they don't know who's directing yet. And it's not going to be an origin movie, and it's going to be set in the early years of Superman's life at the Daily Bugle, and it won't take place in Smallville. And they also met with Ben Affleck to direct um, about for him to direct a movie, which I did talk about earlier today. So that is all of the news with with James Gunn. But Henry Cavill said, I have just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them, and all involved with the new universe, the best of luck, and the happiest of fortunes. For those who have been by my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, but then we must remember Superman is still around. Everything he stands for still exists, and the examples he sets for us are still there. My turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for never will. It's been a fun ride with you all, onwards and upwards. And it's just, it's kind of sad to see him not, um, no longer as Superman because he, he seemed to be getting back into it and I, I was excited for the future. He was probably one of the better parts of the DC universe and so it's sad that he's gone, but it also makes sense because like, I'm, I'm not saying anything about Henry Cavill's age, but he's starting to get up there. He's almost 40 years old. And having a Superman that's going to be playing this character for the next 10 plus years, I think that they want somebody to be in it for the long run. And by the time he'd be done with it, he'd be 50 years old. And I'm sure Henry Cavill will still have a role in the DC Universe because he has quite a bit of love for them, for DC. And I would love to see him going forward in the in the new DCU. But I I my thoughts are this is good news until it's bad news. We don't know everything that they have planned, but it's going to be really interesting going forward to see how this plan unfolds and to see what we'll be getting. I'm very excited and I'm very curious to see the direction that a lot of these movies and shows are going to be going forward. I I'm just, I have a lot of hope for the future of DC. I feel like what they have going is they're, they're starting to get more organized with 
with their slate of movies, and I just can't wait for what's to come. So we'll just have to wait and see. And you can expect us to go through the slate announcement at the beginning of the next year, whenever they announce it. And going forward, we'll just have to just be hopeful. Just like Henry Cavill said, that we need to just have hope for what's to come and hope that DC succeeds. So as Henry Cavill said, onwards and upwards, thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. Let us know what you think about the future of DC and Marvel and what your thoughts are on Henry Cavill and everything that's been going on over the last couple of weeks. Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you scared? Um, But that wraps up our episode for today. You can follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, or you can email us at abcinema.pod. Thank you all for tuning in, and as always, keep watching movies.